You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. This episode is brought to you by Palo Alto Networks, the leader in cybersecurity. As AI-driven attacks increase, organizations can't afford to have network security that's stuck in the past. Discover how Palo Alto Networks can help you predict what's coming and proactively secure against it with a zero-trust, AI-powered network security platform built to secure whatever, whenever, wherever. To learn more, visit paloaltonetworks.com slash network security platform. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down the threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. And this specific research uh, was targeted to the Chromium browser, which is the open source version of Chrome, which is also the foundation for many of the popular browsers uh, that are used today. That's Ron Massas. He's a lead vulnerability researcher at Imperva. The research we're discussing today is titled Google Chrome SIM Stealer Vulnerability, How to Protect Your Files from Being Stolen. And yeah, we we just wanted to really map out all the ways that the browser can interact with the user file system and explore these mechanisms to better understand how they handle symbolic links. So at the root of the issue here, as you mentioned, is this notion of sim links, symbolic links. Can you describe to us, for folks who may not be familiar with that, what are we talking about here? Sure. So a symbolic link is essentially a type of file that is a reference to another file or a directory. And they're usually used for bookmarks or shortcuts, um, but they could have uh, very bad security consequences if they're not handled correctly. And so how is uh, Chrome and Chromium set up to handle them? So usually the right way to handle them is to ignore them. And when we looked at the the Chromium and Chrome browser, they usually do just that. So if you ask any developer, like, what's the ways that you can interact with the user file system? There are typically three ways. So there is the HTML input uh, with the type equal file, which is the most basic way to upload files from the user. We have the... Uh, drop events, so this is where the user drop a file to the screen or folder, and we have the new JavaScript API, the file system access API, which is just a new way to do it with JavaScript. And all those APIs handle symbolic links correctly, so they usually ignore them. And so what was the issue here? So while I was testing this, and I set up my, 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 my testing environment so that uh, I have all those integration working. I accidentally dropped a file uh, onto the file, the HTML file input. So 
apparently when you drop a file onto the the HTML file input, there is a completely separate code that handles this case. Um, and this and, and this code doesn't account for uh, symlinks, and it actually actually recursively resolves them. Well, then let's walk through the implications of that. In in your research here, you all lay out a, a possible attack scenario. Can you share that with us? So we came up with a few attack scenarios. Um, it's also, I think, important to note that there are other security mechanisms for when you upload files, so a large amount of files. So, for example, if you try to upload a folder that contains, let's say, 100 files, the browser will typically show you a pop-up message saying, are you sure you want to upload this amount of files? Mm. So I just wanted to highlight that this find also bypasses all of those uh, security mechanisms. Oh, interesting. So back to the explanation on the attack scenario itself. The way it goes is like, it's like this. Because we found a way uh, to recursively resolve symbolic links, this means that if we get a user to upload to our website a folder that contains symbolic links, the symbolic links could, could be even inside of a hidden folders, we will be, uh, we will be able to access any file on the operating system. So the attack scenario was, we, we took the example of, of, of a crypto, crypto wallet generator. So if you ever created a, a crypto wallet, you typically get like the seed phrase. This is used to recover your wallet in case you, you, you lost your keys. Um, and the way we, we wanted to exploit this is by downloading a zip file that contained this recovery keys and ask the user to upload it back to prove that they have the recovery keys. And this sounds okay because you just downloaded uh, these files from the internet. So what harm can be done by uploading them back, right? Right. Um, but, but if you do that, you actually upload uh, the symbolic links that points to your private keys, your cloud credentials, or other sensitive files. Everybody, want to take a few minutes here and talk about our sponsor, Splunk. You know, you need to keep operations humming around the clock, but potential disruptions are everywhere. Splunk helps you predict problems and find and fix issues fast so you can reduce risk and ditch downtime. The world's largest enterprises rely on Splunk's unified security and observability platform to become more efficient, resilient, and innovative. With Splunk, you can react quickly, evolve faster, and be ready for anything. Stay ahead of disruptions. Learn more at splunk.com resilience. In this scenario, would you be linking to files that you presume are on the person's system? Yeah, and because the symbolic link uh, getting, is getting resolved recursively, you can just link to a different directory. So you can do like dot, dot, slash and actually gain access to all the files that are before the downloads folder, for example. Wow. So you all reached out to uh, Google about this, and, and they were responsive. 
Yeah, so we reported the vulnerability to Google. We showed the proof of concept. We explained the issue, and they they fixed it. But it did take a couple rounds to get it completely resolved. Yeah, after the the first fix, uh, we took a look and we noticed that in some cases, if the symbolic link is not relative, um, then the issue is uh, can still be exploited. So we reported it back to them, and they handled that in the next version. Yeah, you know, I, I think this research here really speaks to the, the fascinating uh, reality that it, it seems to me that in this case, you know, you you were doing some work and you you just sort of stumbled across this. You accidentally triggered a behavior uh, unintentionally that le- led you down this path. Yeah, definitely. Like it was. Like, I think that in the end, we will get to it because we were also uh, looking at, at the source code and trying to figure out what are all the ways that the browser interact with the file system. But definitely mm. just trying out the APIs uh, help to speed this process up and, and find this. But yeah. Was it surprising to you that uh, that it was a, a, a different... Um there was different code behind you know dragging and dropping something rather than the other ways to access files? Yeah, it was uh, really surprising, but the Chromium source code is, is huge and there are so many uh, components and, and different things. So it's, it makes sense that as they add more things, uh, the code just accumulates and it's open up the, the, the possibility for such vulnerabilities. Mm. So what are your recommendations here for folks to best protect themselves? Yeah, so I think the best recommendation is keep your system up to date. Um, but also, if you, we look at this case specifically, I would say be wary of websites or people asking you to do things that you wouldn't normally do. So in this example, downloading something and uploading it back, even if it sounds safe, you might be able to notice that there is something weird going on and should avoid it. That's Ron Massas from Imperva. The research is titled Google Chrome Sim Stealer Vulnerability, How to Protect Your Files from Being Stolen. We'll have a link in the show notes. The CyberWire Research Saturday podcast is a production of N2K Networks, Proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. This episode was produced by Liz Urban and senior producer Jennifer Iben. Our mixer is Elliot Peltzman. Our executive editor is Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Listening.